0: Dear King, there are many twists and turns navigating Earth. I know you are not offended by your children's questions and you can handle our emotions. since we are called to be ambassadors, help us to establish heaven here on Earth. Now, life won't be perfect and that's fine, but help me figure things out. I invite you into the places and spaces of my life. I hope the Royals will do the same. And in return, we will serve our generation in the will of God. Humbly submitted, Pia. What's up, Royals? It's you guys, it's Pia and I am back with another episode of Dear King the Podcast. What's up, y'all? How you feeling? How you been? Uh, If you're listening to this, you have survived Tax Day, the official tax day of 2021. I hope you got your coins together, Royals. I tried to give you a warning last month, so I hope you were not late. I hope you were right on time. I hope you got what you needed. And now we can all breathe. Come on, let's breathe. Hmm. Perfect. Okay, y'all, so this week's episode is entitled Gang Violence. And I know that kind of frightened some. Some people probably didn't even click on this. So after you listen, I want you to make sure to tell your friends it's cool to come here, okay? So make sure you are tapped into all of the things. So you know we are on all podcast platforms, okay? So please do all of those things. Please like, Please set up those notifications so you can be aware of when we um, launch a new episode. And then I want you to share. I want you to like. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a comment and a rating to let the people know that you are enjoying what you are listening to. We need your support, okay? Because we want to be the hands and feet of Jesus, and we want to get this message to as many people need it, okay? So help your sister out, Also, please, if you want my advice, if you want to um, get me to listen to a topic or consider something to talk about here on the show, please email me at DearKingPodcast at gmail.com. All of our socials are the same on Facebook and Insta at DearKingPodcast, okay? So check me out, hit me up, let me know what's good, and you know we will continue this conversation at the website, www.DearKingPodcast online.com. Now that we've discussed, like I said, we are talking about gang violence. And I'm not talking about nothing gory or something negative. It's really a play on words that whoever you kick it with, your gang, your folks can bring a little violence to the situation. And we'll get into that later. But since we are here, you know what time it is. These are the facts. And not to be confused with take me to court facts, okay? But as you have noticed, everything that I have to say has been on point, okay? I haven't seen nobody come for me in the comments, which means I am speaking the words of the Royals, okay? So today's facts are brought to you by your relationships, okay? Particularly, our friendships. Now, I speak on behalf of all of us who are trying to have lasting relationships inside of our friend circles when I say these are things that we should consider when we are choosing friends and keeping friends and being around our friends, okay? Number one, we support in public. We disagree in private, okay? If I say something crazy, I don't need you to come for me in front of all these strangers, okay? I want you to have my back, go to bed for me, and then when we get in the car, put our seatbelts on, put the car in, drive, that's where you can tell me I was wrong, but not in front of the strangers, okay? Number two, we stick together. We arrive together. We leave together, okay? There's no Oh, we at this party, and I'm going to go home with them. No, sis, you rode in my car. You're going home with me, okay? We're making sure that everybody arrives. I just went on a trip to Hawaii, and we did a head count like we did on the school bus. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, we can drive off now. Get to the mall. One, two, three, four, five, six. We count heads out here. No friends left behind. Okay, number three, a friend of my enemy is my enemy. Okay, saints, it's too many of y'all hanging out with the enemy. Okay, and you know, if you're a discerner of spirits, I can see the enemy all over that picture. Don't do that. Don't do that. Because the way that you key key in this circle, how am I supposed to believe that you're not over there key, key in the same in that circle? So I pray for you as you go. Amen. Number four, friendships are mutually beneficial. I don't care what nobody told you. You can be a giver, you can love on people, but you ain't nobody's door messes. If your friend is not in some way sewing back into your life, chances are that is not a friend. That is, hmm, maybe a mentee, maybe a project, but it is not your friends because what happens is you get exhausted and then you begin to hold that person accountable for what they're not doing but the thing is you did not establish those boundaries those directives those expectations and they just thought they had a good friend in you and then you out here like you ain't got a friend in me because I don't have a friend in you so let's set those expectations and make sure that there's benefits both ways and lastly friends Friendships have seasons. There is a season for everything under the sun, including friendships. You may get to a space and a place in your life where this particular relationship no longer works. And guess what? That is fine. We hope to have friends that we have had since we were children, little babies, little babies in a manger. And so we go into adulthood, and that is beautiful. That is the dream, but it is not always the case. If you had 20 friends in elementary school, you probably are 30 with two of them, and those two will probably go on to be with you forever. But as you know, you cannot hold on to the people who choose to go their way, and that is okay. All right, Royals, those are the facts. I do hope that you take them and run with them. Don't at me because I already know I was spitting the gems, okay? So let's get into some other discussion. This week, I want to start introducing some more of, you know, my life into this circumstance. You know, I talk a lot in the introduction about, like, where I am in life and how God has done this number on me, and how this podcast was really set up um, in a space where God wanted me to show you guys how I did it um, with Him, obviously, to turn my life um, back around right side up. And in that introduction, I talked about, you know, my relationships and, you know, my space of wanting to be in and then wanting to be out. So this time, I want to talk about a little bit of what my experience brought me. And I talk about friendships and the seasons of friendships because, as I said, when I was young, I was called into ministry at age 16. I heard literally the call of God um, all my life at that time. And I was going to Crenshaw High School, child, okay? There was no way that 16-year-old me was like, oh, I'm gonna go preach a sermon. And you, you at Crenshaw, like, you can't—you got to choose. And unfortunately, I was not willing to choose to be the church girl on campus, not at Crenshaw. If you don't know Crenshaw, Crenshaw, this—the title of this episode, Gang Violence, that, that's like Crenshaw. I mean, it was just very stressful place to go to school. And because of that, I just felt like I needed to have a bit of edge around me. I needed to position myself in a way to kind of just protect myself, but then also to kind of just keep people around in my circles, right? Faking a phone to keep people around, to keep people um, interested in my life and who I was. And so I did some not cool things. I mean, I did some some. Pretty cool things, but not like the popular things. Like I wasn't an athlete or ain't like anything like that. But I did like sing in the choir. Right? That was that was cool enough um, that it didn't get me beat up, you know, because they were popular at Crenshaw. Crenshaw had the baddest choir. Every we traveled all over the world, quite literally. So they had a bad choir. So that wasn't a bad thing to do. I was. In the drama club, so I had the drama club and the choir going for me. I couldn't also have the preaching thing. That, that, so I asked God, like, can you, can you help me by allowing me to just graduate high school? And I promise I will do that. I was a church kid, so I I was not opposed to serving God in any way, um, and I knew His hand on my life. So I wasn't opposed to doing it. I just was like, right now, right now, though. Um, And God was gracious. He gave me that time and that space. But in that transition, I found out that what I assumed would happen really did happen. I really did lose the interest of people I called friend at the time. Um, When I preached my first sermon, I had all these people, all these friends, quote, Um, And I invited everybody, had these really cute invitations, child, because, you know, I don't do nothing small, had really cute invitations, got all dressed up, and a handful of them showed up, just a handful. And, you know, hindsight, you could be like, oh, well, maybe they just weren't in a space, you know, you also were in a space, you know, you didn't want to preach when you were young, maybe they just wasn't really into that. But support is support, right? And I needed that support. And as soon as I started to walk this walk that God had called me to, I began to feel really, really alone. Really, really alone. And that sense of uh, of being alone and having no friends and not having anyone to really call on or anyone that was striving to live a life even remotely close to the one that I was trying to live, which was not at all perfect. It really just put me in a space of like, dang, like everything that I thought that this was going to happen, happened. I didn't prepare myself. But one thing that it taught me in all of that was that God really desires for us to pattern our lives after what he has for us. And once we do that, we need to start looking for people who are also on that same journey. I was so committed to finding cool friends and popular friends and friends who would serve an image that I wasn't even myself ready to uphold because, like I said, I wasn't an athlete. I was in the choir. So, I was so um, focused on trying to impress those people that I missed out on all of these people that were actually in my same pool of, of influence. And so, I encourage you guys, wherever you are in life right now, you need a camp around you that is like-minded and that is going in the same direction that you are headed. It may feel lonely at a couple blocks, but keep walking and you'll pick up some people that are journeying with you, you'll find some people that have already accomplished things that you want to accomplish so that you can look up to, um, and then you can, as you reach for them, you can hold your hand out to reach for someone else to pull them, because we're all trying to journey in a direction, and we don't need to leave each other lonely. And another thing I had to overcome in that season and in that space was this idea that, that I had to people please in order to um, retain friends. And that's something that continued to travel. I literally started dealing with that and unpacking that in therapy just over a year ago. So you want to make sure that you are following people going in your same direction and that you're not trying to pull people from other blocks and other streets far, far away from where you're trying to go. Okay, so that's my real life segment. I hope it blessed you. You know I'm going to give you some word as we transition into this week's topic. Um, I hope that you pursue life differently and that your friend circle looks different as you pursue life different. Let's be very clear. You cannot make major changes and behave Differently and hang the same way that you used to hang out. I'll give you a practical example of my life right now. I have been trying to get slim thick, okay? Not skinny, just a little thick in the right places. And it has been a two and a half. Year journey. Oftentimes, I've suffered through dinner parties with all the soul food fixings, literally cuffing like a water bottle and a plate of this salad that somebody probably poured out of a bag. And I'm just in this space smelling all these really good foods that I told myself I cannot have. Now, in this space, I was not a victim. I was not a victim of my friends' choices. I was a victim of my own choices. Because I could have chosen to say no. Now, what if my friends did become adversaries to my weight loss journey? What if they did begin to encourage me to take the night off and enjoy myself? What if they became louder than my own conscience and my own commitment to myself? Then I would slowly drift. My choices would slowly drift. And my influence would now be not my own goals, but the goals uh, or, the, or the persuasion of my friend group, right? Your friends are your chosen people. So do not underestimate their influence on your life. 1 Corinthians fifteen thirty eight says, do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. So let's take a moment in the Bible where a friend of Jesus acted in defense and good intentions, but got in the way of the plan of God. This is where I got the name gang violence. It's your gang or your crew that could be causing you the most damage. I like to believe that Jesus was an excellent judge of character. Phenomenal. But with that, he had some questionable folks in his camp. He had Judas. Dear God. He had Thomas, who was a doubter. Mark the Mark. For those of you who are super deep, he was just really scary. And then there's Peter. Peter cussed and was quick to fight. In John eighteen ten through 11, it says, Then Simon Peter, having a sword, drew it and struck the high priest's servant and cut off his right ear. The servant's name was Malchus. So Jesus said to Peter, Put your sword into the sheath. Shall I not drink the cup which my father has given me? Pay close attention to what Jesus said. Put your sword away. Shall I not drink the cup the Father has given me? This is the double dutch that we must master, and you must train your crew to master it as well. God has certainly called us to learn, grow, and inspire, but the rain falls on the just as well as the unjust. Just because it is hard doesn't mean it isn't necessary. So, if you have a friend who is going through a challenging school semester, don't go off on their teacher and don't encourage them to take a break. That makes it worse. If your friend is having a tough day at work, don't call in a family emergency. You are making it worse. This literally happened. I, I promise to God. Take a look now at your circle who is pushing you along and who is holding you back? Who is wearing the disguise of support? It's recorded in Matthew 16 that after Jesus explained the next chapter of death for him to the disciples, Peter pulled him to the side and instantly upset said, no way I'm letting any of this happen to you. Jesus turned to one of his best friends and called him Satan. He said, get thee behind me, Satan. This is so powerful because it shows us that we have to be aware of when people are being used. None of us are exempt. We have all become susceptible to this in some way. Be on the watch and pray. A resource I found invaluable during this season of my life is Relational Intelligence by Dr. Darius Daniels. He brilliantly breaks down relationships and the place they fit in our lives, what we should expect and how they can be effective. Number one, don't let anyone in their honest support of you and your friendship pull you back. Number two, don't hold others back in your honest support of them and your friendship. And number three, y'all know this is for free do not get between God and his children. Whenever my friends or family discipline their children, I cringe and may even walk away. I love the babies so much, and I hate to see them in that place. However, what I know is, A, the parents love their child more than I ever could, and B, if I jump in, I am to get caught in the crossfire. And ain't nobody got time for that. So please, y'all, check your circles, check your friendships, evaluate that today, and evaluate why it is that you want to be in those relationships. I'm praying for you as you know I am, and we will pray right now. Dear King, I love you so much. I love how you sit high above us all and you look down And you have perfect insight and perfect perspective of our lives. You know the innermost parts of us. You know our intentions. You know our heart. So God, I'm asking that you clarify the people around us. Just as Jesus knew his circle like in and out, he knew Judas would betray him before Judas knew that he would betray him. And he knew Peter would deny him before Peter knew that he would deny him. Help us to know our circle just the same. Help us to know where to put our friends, whether they should remain friends or if we should move them into a different space in our lives. Help us to find godly counsel, people we can depend on to pull us back to our progress in life, to pull us closer to our dreams, our ambitions, to keep us grounded, keep us integral, Help us, God. Holy Spirit, surround us with angels in the physical. Keep us covered. As we choose, give us discernment. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I really hope this blesses you, and you know we'll continue the conversation at www.DearKingOnline.com. So make sure you go there for some more reflection. Hey, if you are my friends and you don't quite know the Jesus that I'm talking about today, I want to offer him to you now. It's really, really important that you live a life that is rewarding and is abundant because Jesus died that you would have life and have it more abundantly. If you want to take him as your own today, just repeat this prayer with me. Say, dear King, I thank you for your life. I believe that you lived and you died and you rose again just for me. Today, in faith, I expect more out of life. Plug into me. Today, I'm yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, if you just made that decision, I am so happy for you. Life is about to change for you as you know it. The royals are celebrating you. Heaven is throwing a party for you. Because if one soul gives their lives to Christ, we celebrate. So if you need some more information about the decision you just made, please email me at DearKingPodcast at gmail.com. And I will resource you, give you information about salvation, and answer any questions that you may have about the process or just some advice. I'm here for you. I want to give you a big virtual hug and know that you are not alone on this journey, okay? All right, Royals, I'm about to get out of here, but I want to tell you that I love you. And no matter what, you've got a friend in me. Ha, da, 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 da. A little toy story for you. So please hit me up on all the socials. Get in my comments. I want to hear from you at Dear King Podcast on Facebook and Insta. We are there all week. Give you inspirational um, notes and nuggets to take you throughout the week. And always, always meet us at the website www.dearkingonline.com after we have worship song selections there, blog style reflection for you to devote time to be with God. And it's very, very intentional. It's going to bless you, I promise. I love you. Make sure you show and tell. And until next time, goodbye, Royals.